Well hello there, this is Gorge from the Legend of the New Ones. I hope that you're enjoying today's adventure, I know I love to hear what my captain's doing, and I can't wait to get back to it, so with the end of that break, let's get back to whatever the Warriors of the Well might be doing, huh? So we hop back in, uh, and you guys are in the sky above Pulagrand, uh, and you are in the airship, um, sailing through, now at a slightly more gentle manner. As King uh, mans the helm with Javian's aid, um, and they're discussing how to how to use the levers more with a bit more finesse, and it's a complicated thing because um, Javian, you certainly have more skill, and you have a lot more skill uh, manning the helm of a ship. But both of you guys are learning how to do the levers smoothly, so there's you know there's kind of learning together. Um, but the ship is uh, the ship is moving forward. Um, Barry has uh, thrown up on the deck um, from all the rapid movement because he. This is like his nightmare again. So he's back below deck. Uh, UX downstairs consoling him. Uh, Wee Woo is also downstairs for a reason. Um, and the three of you all are, I don't know, um, <clears throat> are up deck. And uh, there's just a wyvern who, very much like a cat, is just kind of curled up at the front of the ship. Um, just chilling there, like, looking at you guys confusedly and then looking back. I mean, it's apparently just decided it's chilling on the ship right now. And you guys are headed in the direction of <clears throat> this massive building in this other district. Um, so that is that is where we resume. Uh, can I do a history check? Sure, what for? Uh, to see if dragons like to be pet. Uh, let's call that a nature check. Yeah, but, like, what if I read about it in a book? You definitely didn't. Okay. <laughs> it would be a nature book, I guess. It would. <laughs> this is going to be much more of an insight question. Wait, so was it insight? Or no, was it it's, nature? it's, it's, it's nature. I'm saying it's a natural insight. Roll your nature check, Kara. What'd you uh, uh, ten. Animal handling? A ten? ten? Yeah, an animal handling. No, I don't know. It's dragons, it. man. You don't know. Um. Chuck. So, is, am I the other end of the ship from the wyvern? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to pet it. I was just trying to see. And it keeps looking around and then looking back to you guys and then looking around. King, can you... Do you have us enough of me to go see how long that wyvern's going to stick around? Uh, come again, Shavian, because I did not understand that sentence. Do, do you have this enough for me to go talk to that I... wyvern? Sure, I had this ten minutes ago. I don't know why you're still here. Um, as I go off, I'm going to I'm going to catch Janice. And be like, do not let him crush our shit. There's the muffled sounds of Barry throwing up below deck. So I think this is the point where we got to descent. <laughs> and everybody gets that awful stomach dropping feeling where you're like, oh, this and is amazing. You just, you just hear from downstairs. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and, uh, and I said be one lever at a time. This, you know, this lever is. My hand is bigger than yours. It's, and I tried to take it with like three fingers and just pop it back. <laughs> it's a bit better. Yeah. The rate of descent improves. Um, so you guys are slowly gliding down, but you've got a while because it's a distance out. So, Javian, you walk up to the front of the boat. Janice, are you doing anything? Um, I'm just gonna stand by King. Okay. Alright. Cool. So, 
Javian, you walk up to the front of the vessel. Um, you get about halfway across the deck, and the wyvern weight raises its head again. Um, I really want to make sure in the course of this description that we don't lose the enormity of this creature. Um, oh, wait, it's... I'm not just walking right up to it. No, no, no like... I know. I'm just, I'm just making sure as someone describing that I'm keeping this straight. Um, the base of its neck back to the base of where its tail begins is like <clears throat> almost 10 feet long. Um, and then its tail goes for like another 12. Like it, it's, its back is like eight or nine feet and then its tail goes for another 12. Then its neck has another six or seven feet on it. It's so big and it's got this giant reptilian almost viper like head that comes back on all these ascending spines and the horns in the back kind of curve inward and you've noticed that some of them it like individuals have slightly different shaped horns and it has its deep um, reptilian eyes that are cut into these two burning red points um, and on these pitted scales along its mouth and in uh, its surprisingly serpentine head and its muscular shoulders sort of like adjust its wings. And as you come walking across the deck, like at what, even at whatever slow rate, it like kind of adjusts its shoulders a little bit and leans back. And it raises its head in like a cautionary position, but it's looking at you. Um, She's looking at you. Hello. Hi. Interconic. What is your name? Do they call you something? We call to feed. Okay. I guess you don't use that concept. Um. Do you wish to travel with us? Where? Um. First, we are going to that building. Do you know who is in it? No. And then we will fight the wizard. No. You will you die. The wizard has the bright ones. Um, Nestling. Uh, nestmate. She will die too. Do you know any secrets? Um, help for this battle. Do not do it. You will die. I'm afraid we must, but thank you for the warning. You are strong and stupid. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> very important photo, Kara. Um, I just thought you should see my in-game reference photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna, like, try to get, um, I don't know, maybe... 20, 10 feet from it, and kind of just calmly just, like, lay against the back of the... Like, lay my back against the side of the boat. Just, like, sitting there talking to it. Okay. Um, the railing comes up to, like, just above your waist, so it's... Um, you've got to have a real comfort with heights to do it. But you do it. And uh, <clears throat> she doesn't react. She just kind of keeps looking at you. 
I mean, she seems completely, she seems as fascinated with you as you are with her. She's just staring at you. I am called Shavian. You are a Javian. I, I am human. Um, I guess you don't have names. Um, individual. Um, only I. Anyway. Staring at you in silence. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll just sit there in silence for a bit. Um, at some point, make a, oh man, I think it's, I, this is weird because we're in a territory where like animal handling checks apply, but also like she's intelligent enough that persuasion checks do too. Um, I'm going to say because it's conversation, make a, another persuasion check. I think there's room for both here, but. If you don't hate yourself, you could make it. If you don't want to hate yourself, you can make a straight charisma. Uh, That's Fifteen. Right. I mean, they are. I think they're very objectively persuasion. Um, she like kind of lowers the shoulders down and gets back to that sitting position, and her neck is long enough that she can get her head closer to you without really moving her body. So her head moves about half the distance, and the two large pitted nostrils that seem you notice now they can fully close and fully open. Um, there's, there's this, uh, protractable muscle between, like, below some subcutaneous surface of this scale that can move, uh, excuse me, back and forth across these nostrils, and they pull back a little bit, and from some distance away, she... You smell like blood. I'm aware. You are a predator. Yes. I hunt creatures. <laughs> How you did you heal the nestbreaker? Um. Um. With magic. And, um, might. Just turns and looks back to the city now. Um, while Javian is having this conversation, <clears throat> I, I have one more question. Uh, well, well, we'll we'll go back and forth. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, King, there's a light metal um, dum, 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 and Oda returns. Um, Oda doesn't have any tankards, um, and uh, no one has supplied one to it, so. It returns, and spilling out of its two cupped hands is water. And there is a very small amount of water that has remained in the metal hands. Um, and uh, it comes back up the stairs, and uh, it says, Here is water. Good thing is, you're not a living thing, so I can't really be angry at you but I have to say I am frustrated okay Janice <clears throat> and I switch from infernal to uh, common Janice can you can you provide cups because obviously there's no basic like 
interior to this ship. Can you? Well, you guys know that you have the ones that you use like in your pack. Just haven't been given to Oda. Oh, do I have? um... I mean, Janice has. Janice has made eating implements at this point that you guys regularly use in travels. So, like, one can be supplied to Oda. Just one hasn't been given. Yeah, we should give her like a giant. not a bowl. What's the thing with the handle on the side? <laughs> a huge bowl. No. A pitcher. A pitcher. We should we should give Oda a pitcher. Can you make one of those? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can this, do that. Can you make it? Can you make it metal? Can you make it shiny? Sure. Nice. Thanks. It doesn't have to be gold. It's 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 fine if it's bronze or something. Okay. <laughs> it's fine if it's bronze. Doesn't have to be. Yeah. So pretentious. Yeah. Uh, is it Maker's Hands or Minor Creation? Uh. Ooh. Let me Maker's Hands. That's fine. Okay. I haven't done that in a minute. Ooh, a nineteen. Oh. Uh, okay. Wow. Um. There's a flash of white golden light, and um, uh, as as the sigils sort of burn off from Janice's wrists and her eyes rescind in color, um, King, that what drops into her hands is a, like, beautiful pitcher. It is bronze, like you asked, gleaming polished bronze, and there's, like, inlaid gilding all along the edge. Like, you're just holding this gorgeous pitcher now. And she passes it over to you. Uh, Will this suffice? I think this will suffice. And might I say, Janice, I think... We're gonna have a lovely time. <laughs> and I hand this to Oda and say, here, fill this up with water and okay. offer Oda, everybody a drink. Oda takes the pitcher and then pours, her, pours the hand so that the water falls, half of it falls in the pitcher. I will return with the rainwater. And then... Tum, 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 tum. Back down the fine. We'll, we'll get something fancier in the future. Okay. We're working on it. At this point... Oh. Also, um, do you see that? See how that how how Javian's basically cuddling with a wyvern. I know. Oh. I'm kind of jealous. Wait, towards Javian or the the wyvern? I want to be friends with the wyvern. Um, from from over at the stairs, Weewoo's head just sort of pokes oh. up above the railing, and she just goes. Yeah, I was just. And then was, she disappears back down the railing. I was just gonna say. Man, I want to tell, tell Weewoo so bad. Tell her what? And, you know, just just tell her, hey, look, look how close to Wyvern. Oh my god, is the Wyvern sniffing him now? Is he licking him? Oh, he's just sniffing um, So now, now from the other side of your shoulder, on the side of you that she wasn't, Weewoo's just there, and uh, next to your shoulder, King, she goes, I don't like it. That's getting pretty close. Like yeah. they're really, like they're really bonding. Yeah, I don't like it. Something she can't on. even. She doesn't even know that many words. I know a lot of words. This is stupid. I, She's stupid. It's stupid. I, know. I you don't gotta, think you have anything to worry about. You gotta, you gotta admit uh, that thing is kind of a dragon, and Javian's half dragon thing. You know, maybe they just got that. I'm just messing with you. It's fine. Come here. I don't even have wings. <sighs> it's fine. I'll, I'll I'm gonna pull get her push ups. And she walks down the stairs. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Smash cut to Javian and a wyvern. <laughs> um, 
Javen, what are you doing as the ship glides through the sky? And you move past one of the most incredible places in the whole world with uh, impossibly beautiful architecture and world building. But we're going to talk about this wyvern. Um, so what are you what are you saying to this wyvern? Javen has taken in a lot of it. Don't worry. No, I know. I'm just okay. being a goofball. Okay. Um, is the wizard a threat to the nest? Um, uh, she like, she's been looking at the city, her head turns back. No. He stays in spot. They all stay in spot. Like nest. How many, um, allies and prisoners does he have? Many. Cool. <laughs> you get the feeling this thing doesn't do a lot of counting. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, I look to the front of the ship. <laughs> I mean, the back of the ship. I assume that King and Janice are just staring at you. Uh. Oh. I'll be, like, How's looking around a little bit, trying to, like, <laughs> monitor King, you know? Like, making sure we aren't going to hit anything. Okay. He's, um, I mean, you guys are just descending in a straight line, so nothing's going wrong. Okay. Uh, and I'll stand up and look over and see how far down we are. Just um, So you look over the edge. Uh, you guys are, are, are heading down toward the spot. You're maybe only, like hundreds of feet at, out now. Um, it hasn't been perfectly measured. You guys aren't aimed right at the building right now. Currently, you're on trajectory to probably come up like... Uh, like a thousand feet short of the building. Did we... Um, are we going straight down from right next to the... the floating fortress? fortress? Flying no. fortress? Yeah, you guys are angled into this other district of the city now. Um, well, how far away are we? From the Flying Fortress now? Yeah. Oh, now it'd be about like a... You've been going for a while. Okay, um, never mind. Uh, like... 1,500 feet. So I could still look over and see it. Yeah, I mean, you can still see it visually. It's it's pretty dang big. You really have to be all the way at the edge of the city to not see it. Uh, can I see the underside where all the wyverns are? Make a perception check. And you have the spyglass, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna use it. Uh, perception... 18. Uh, yeah. You can see it pretty clearly. What are you looking for specifically? I just want to see, like, how they're all, like, nested in there exactly, and, like... Gotcha. So... Or, like, where exactly... You're I not mean, at like, a proper angle to course. understand where it is, but what you can see now is almost kind of at this distance, like, bees coming out of a beehive. You can see some coming in, some coming out. And you have two realizations. <clears throat> One, oh my goodness. So, so many more than you had previously thought. Like, like a lot. Um, you feel like you can see maybe 50 right now. Um, uh, like sort of going in and out, like as little dots moving back and forth. Like, there's probably a significant portion of Choskanen's wyvern population that's in there. Mm -hmm. And then two... Um, Wherever it is, it's somewhere up under the underside. Got it. Somewhere in there. 
and you can see that there's these slightly recessed chambers, like at this distance, kind of just like pits in the edge that must hold these repelling stones, and the wirings must be up there inside one of those. Got it. Uh, I'm gonna take out my little copper wire. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm going to message uh, Javian. Okay. Um. Or from like thirty feet away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just wanted it to, you know. I just wanted to keep my my spot here over here. Anyways, um, can you ask how many uh, wyverns uh, are in the nest? You see me. You see me nod. Yeah, and then and then also uh, maybe how we can stay friends. So I'll ask her to say, um, how many are in the nest? Your nest. Many. Um, Take me to your leader. (laughs) (laughs) You are of nest. That's good. Um. (laughs) I love this conversation. Uh, Can I hear this? No, I can't. (laughs) I mean, it was a platonic. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I answered that. What you're you're hearing is like, um, Shalaznez Asga. Like that. Uh, I'll just message back. What did she say? I don't think she could count. Okay. <laughs> well, I also uh, asked how many are in the wizard's hut. She also said many. Okay. Um, I'm just worried about how we're. Um, if we fly back by, uh, will they recognize us? That's the issue. So, um, do they? Do, I mean, do dragons have leaders? Do they seem pretty smart, don't they? Yeah. I say as as Janice is just standing right next to me, and I guess half of the conversation. It's <laughs> like yeah, you hear what she whispers in. Yeah, yeah. And I, um, uh, I think they could hear your response too, right? Because it's a whisper coming back, like a magical whispery whisper. Uh, Janice can hear it. Janice can hear it. You wouldn't be able to. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to keep it a secret. I just didn't want to like like go over there. Yeah. Right? Didn't want to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, and I will also ask him, if we take this ship back by nest, will we be safe? Yes. Your nest. And, and like, she kind of shakes her head a little bit. I mean, like, stupid. <laughs> Should we just will have all a nest, nest session? Will all of Nest re- re- recognize us? Don't know. Okay. Can you ask? <laughs> I, I'll reply. You, do you relay this back to Janice? Yeah, I'll reply back to Janice. Um, we're of Nest, so we should be fine to travel near the Nest. You but... also have the message cantrip? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. I just didn't know. I don't think it's ever come up. No. Uh, excuse me. I have the message cantrip because of uh, wizard initiative. That's right. That's right. You used it once. That's right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry. It's the conversation's going back and forth. Yeah. You know, I wanted to learn a few wizard cantrips. Um. You know what? And you, I have a wizard level in spell we have not seen yet. It's gotta that save is my true. Ass what were you saying, to Janice? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I derailed it. Okay, um... <laughs> but she does not know if 
all of death will recognize us. Not knowing when Javian's actually answering, King just completely and I guess thought, I'm... interrupts, and it's just, I mean, they smelled us. I think it's basically like a dog, you know, thinks, remembers us. No. Aren't dogs are these creatures that you have, right? Who can smell very good. And I th think they have also good noses and they recognize things. So I was... Where has King seen a dog? <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't was... know if King's seen a dog. I, 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 I think that we talked about dogs before. I guess you passed was... his edge. Okay. I did okay. tell them passed... about the I did tell them about the spiders. Holy shit, there's a storm outside. <gasps> Goals. Honey, um, if I suddenly I'm I'm you know, if I cut out, the storm blew me away, guys. Maybe there's a tornado. I don't think so. Thanks, Any other anyway. questions, Janice? German tornado is a pretty cool uh uh title. Yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff. Happen, so back to roleplay, Janice, do you respond to Javian anyway? Um uh, did, have you asked if they have a leader? Um, and I, I also imagine that when Javian's talking to Janice, is he's been talking like in this draconic and trying to figure out the level to which she speaks. He's kind of using weird phrasing when he speaks back to Janice, like Ness, like and just like in that way, yeah. like it's kind of coming across weird. It's a weird um, code switching going back and forth. Yeah. Yes. Um. He'll say um. Who is, um, who is leader of Nest? Big wyverns. <laughs> Not just one, all of them are higher. Biggest. Okay. It's a hierarchy based completely on physical size. No. <laughs> I'd be the lowest. You ask much. What are you saying? You, you're not the lowest. Um, is that a problem? That I ask much? Don't know. You ask much. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for answering. Um, then I will, what is um, a Javian? Um, no, it's... Well, it means morning dove in the language of, um, that it comes from. But, um, it's really just used as, uh, in, uh, of my mother's country, whatever it was called. But, um, I just came up with that. Um, but names have meanings. But it is not what I am. It is used what to is distinguish tough? people. A bird. Birds are small and stupid and weak. No, um... It you is are more... small. No, but I am not a bird. Damn stupid. Damn weak. Dove. Show me your wings. Jamie is just like, I can't. I can't win. He's not gonna argue against that. 
Do you? No, no, I'm not going to argue against that. I'm just going to be like, okay. Oh, I, I thought you said what Janice argument. was saying. Nope, nope. Javian's like, I lost that argument. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, she just kind of lays her head back down on the deck and goes back to watch on the city. Um, you get the feeling that she's getting a kick out of moving through the air but not having to fly. <laughs> that this is like a weird, ex- like, like imagine like your first time ever in a car and you're like, whoa, you know, like she's having this experience. So she's um, just kind of rests her head back down and is looking over the edge. Uh, I'm going to go back up to the helm. Okay. To the crew as we're getting ready to descend. And I'll say, like, rude wyvern. <laughs> um, do, you all, uh, do you all adjust your course in any way? Or do you, um, like, do you try and head directly to the, to the building? Yeah. Or we are you diving the off the ship. Just I see like it. The I, I see it. Fine. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just... On the helm. Uh, I think if... we should go farther away. Do you have a wish? I mean, not farther away, but like stay away from the building. Don't go directly up onto it. Okay. So right now, I think I'm maybe nine hundred thousand feet away mm-hmm. from it. You want yeah, me to touch down on one of the surrounding buildings or in the street? Surrounding buildings would probably be better. You guys are maybe like two or three hundred feet away from. Like street level at this point. Yeah, Janice, there. can you, can you, uh, I mean, you want to take a look or do you want to uh, take over for a second? Because I'm curious mm-hmm. about the the wyvern of silk. Uh, the wyvern lifts her head up on the front of the deck and all of a sudden, like, stands up with both feet and like stands up, stands up to on her hind legs and her like wings pushed down. And like, uh, looks kind of calm, but stands all the way up and just starts looking at the city below. Uh, I think you should help. Um, I'm just gonna go look over at the edge. Uh, and I'm going to see where we're at and if we need to, uh, do, adjust anything. To, like, land on a building. King is just, like, on this, on this thing. What do you mean I should help? You, You should keep doing that. This. So yes. I'm, I'm steering you looking. Okay. Yes. Good. Cool. Cool. Uh, and and how are we looking? Speed? I'm sorry, uh, Janice. How are we looking? Are we? Gonna... Okay. So you um you walk over. You look over the edge. Um, if you guys just keep going, I mean, if you never stopped, yeah, you just run into a roof. So if you guys park it the way that you, I guess, figured out you can, um, you could you could end up like right over a roof. I mean, the sides of the bed. I mean, unless you're trying to park next to a roof over a street, you can't really get at roof level. So you'd have to do some jumping or some lowering from a ladder, um, from like a rope or something. That's but, okay. Yeah, I mean, you're, we can you're make on it post. hover, right? We can make it hover. Yes. The one yeah, you've learned how. It, it's just going to slowly, you know, up, up and down, right? Like a little bit. Yeah. It's fine. We can, we can just park that. Just that we stole it before they put on the mounting ladder. Oh, that's true. No, but haven't we made one by now? I can... I um, you had. You had. You all had made a rope ladder. That yeah. Not, we that can this definitely park it in a way that we can... I'll just land on the roof. Yeah. Okay. The ship is lowering. Um, get off, please. I'm gonna... The wyvern gonna starts to stand the... up and, uh, and she starts to, like, like, sort of prepare her wings for flight. Like <laughs> stretching out her arms. Um, 
I, I will tell her, um, we are going to meet strange man. Don't know if ally or friend, you don't have to stay. You are going to die. <laughs> and she just starts like redding her wings and she says, uh, too close to building. Spiders eat you. And then, um, uh, Janice, uh, yeah. she, uh, she shouldn't pause <laughs> Okay. What? Uh, why? And she takes off of the. She leaves the the ship. Okay. Um. She says there's spiders here. Slowing down. Park this <gasps> close to the the spiders? Oh. Uh. Hey, King. We should probably stop. Uh. Pull the I'm lever. I'm in the process of stopping. I'm, pull I'm stopping the lever. Right Cronk. And I'm. <laughs> I'm stopping. She told me. Has anyone showed King how to stop the ship? I, I mean, yeah. you 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 said that she described. Uh. This is the. The power forward, this is the power backward. Has anyone shown King how specifically to stop the ship? Probably not. No, okay. but also- King is sort of adjusting levers like, and the like... ship starts going- Okay, I'm just gonna run over there. And I'm gonna no, be like, hey, this is right there. He's okay. gonna try to push it the way. King, let me have it, let me have it, let me have it. And I'm gonna pull okay. this back up. Okay, the ship <laughs> comes back up. What are you up. doing? We, get it. we have to go down. No, there's spiders here. The wyvern said that we'll be by spiders here. There's spiders yeah. all over Crosscar. It's no, the big it's big spiders. I just oh, say we need okay. to keep the ship yeah. away at, 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 high enough the spider cannot jump onto the ship. But spiders. Okay, I mean, so I get it. Okay, I get, I get your logic that you want to be away from the spiders. But you know, I feel like there's this tiny flaw in that logic, and that is we are going down there anyway, so. Do we care if the spider's on the ship? Because we don't they want don't them on the ships. ship. They Can I eat. press the stop button? And we're just like a hundred feet in the yeah. air, just like you put your it. you put your hand on the on the middle of the helm and it <laughs> radiates out. We're in the ship <laughs> stops. Oh, that's so fast. Oh, okay. and that, that's how we'll stop it when we park. Oh, yeah, good to know. Rather than ramming into the roof. Yeah, that's that would have been a very important information before I. Attempted that maneuver, but you know. Um, uh, about this point, Barry uh, and Ueg walk up from downstairs and go. Ueg uh, walks up to the helm and goes, oh, "We here? What? We're near yeah. here. It's over there, a couple, uh, block or two. Um, we need to. Do we just need to consider for a moment our approach plan if this is an area infested by spiders? Spiders. Yeah, Can't some remember huge spiders? jumping spiders or something. The spiders well, why and they could eat us. Unsen. Oh yeah, that thing was freaky. But also, like to make a point, the wyverns are pretty stupid. I think they don't have any idea of how capable we are. So I wouldn't. She did keep calling me stupid and weak. <laughs> <laughs> I just say like exasperated, like ah. Well, maybe they're not so stupid after all, huh? <laughs> Intimidation check against King. Damn. I'm joking. Oh, you wanna you wanna roll up? I'm not gonna roll it, but you do get a glare. Are we getting off here? Are we are we going to the building? What's the what's the plan? Yeah, we should probably look first. Oh, that's a good idea. Why um I mean you can look. Yes, I'm Why gonna appear over the edge. Not? Okay. Make a perception check, Janice. What was it, Andrea? What do you want to say? Why do we need to not to be right up on the building? 
I don't have any idea. I would have just flown down there, landed, and we get off. If there's a spider jumping at us, we kill it, then we walk into the building, we clear the building, we go walk up to the dude in a box, talk with him, figure out if he's good or bad. If he's bad, we kill him. If he's good, What'd you get, James? we free him. 15. You don't see anything. That's the plan. Just looks like rooftops. In Got us. out 20 minutes. Why Why do you not want to park close to the building? This um, man should be in a box. We don't know of anyone else being here. Uh, the Wyvern was not aware of there being people here. No. You were going to park a few a few blocks away before we knew there were spiders. Now we know there are spiders, why don't we just park right by the building? Alright. We could do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jay no! No, Jay yeah, just... wants to... No, get, let me, let me. Uh, now you want to drive it or what? Okay, so somebody, somebody ka-chunks the ka-chunks, and then the ship, and you can hear from downstairs the of the crystal lighting up and firing across the rods, and the ship continues forward, all the glyphs lighting up, and it sails again through the air. And it's weird to stop and think about how you guys have become accustomed to the experience of flying is wild. Um, but the ship continues for some distance and eventually you get closer to the building. Um, the building is um, strange. Uh, it's this giant um, like cube. Uh, it's do you, have you guys, <laughs> I really like to describe things specifically, um, but do you guys know the Jedi Temple from Star Wars in Episode 3? Yes. It looks a lot like that, actually. Um, it's a very large, square building. Um, it's dark stone instead, and there's there's four, there's a large tower in each one of its uh, cardinal points. So at every corner of the building, there's a large tower. And those have parapets on them and uh, walled uh, protective structures. And then um, there are like, the building sits slightly raised in a very large open uh, square with like a number of steps going up to every ledge. And um, the building is nearly featureless. Um, there are very large square windows every 30 feet up along the edges of the top near the like roof. And the whole building is probably like 150 feet in each, in each uh, lateral dimension. And then maybe five stories tall. And it's got a completely flat roof. Not that this matters for anything, because I was just doing it for fun, but uh, when I was sitting there rolling my dice, I rolled four Divine Interventions. Who you are makes me mad. It's bad and wrong. <laughs> Every time anyway. you pick up dice, you do a bad thing. Keep going. Just gotta, just gotta put those dice uh, into account when it comes to teleport. Or I know. Play, not travel. That's gonna be real fun. I know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let, um, well, I'm not parking on this. Let's just park on this roof. Okay. Like, you all park on top of the Get away from the steering wheel. If you can do, you can do all the other stuff. I can't do anything. I'll just okay, stand around. You... <laughs> ah, Fine, but whatever. You know how to stop I'll it? Go. Don't crash the roof. Frost, okay. go, go. I'll go up to the front. Um, front of the, the ship and just uh, look down and see if I can spot something that I can hell jump on and kill at first sight. Okay. Uh, to release my frustration. Check. Sure thing. 
Uh, Javian, do you park the ship above the building or, or like on the ground near it? Uh, on the roof. Okay. So you fly the ship over the top of the building and park it um, over on the top. Uh, King, what'd you get on your perception check? Uh, so I, if I roll really bad, I take my passive. Mm-hmm. Is that how it works? Okay, then it's 19. And your passive's a 19, right? Yeah, 19. I really don't like that. Because uh, I rolled I a stealth that. check. Um, and this creature has a plus 10 to stealth. This one? Uh, oh, cool. When it's using its ability. Um, but it doesn't matter because I'm me. So I rolled exactly a 19. So you succeed and I don't like it. Um, but as you guys are as you guys are flying by, King, you're looking at the building. You don't see anything. You look over the square. And in the middle of the square, the moment you notice it, you kind of stop and think. Like you're, you feel like it's a trick of the light and your eyes are playing. Because you feel like some of the ground is uneven. But it's keeping the right pattern. And then you like kind of look at it for a second longer, and then some of the ground kind of moves in a section. And you study it for a second longer, and there's a really big semi-rounded shape. Like a big, kind of like blunted football on either sides. American football, not football football. Um, sort of just like somewhere out on the stone. And as you stare at it for a long while. A couple, like, it's like parts of it kind of pull apart, and two large structures pull off the front, and all these legs stick out, and like, maybe like a uh, eight-foot-long spider, um, with a very large front head, and, uh, uh, like, not like an orb weaver spider, but much more like a salticid, um, like, sort of stands up in the middle of the open area, and, um, all of its, it shifts color in front of your eyes. Um, like a cuttlefish or an octopus and the texture on its on its body changes a little bit and all of a sudden it look it stands out in this vibrant uh, design against the ground and it's maybe two or three hundred feet behind you guys it's clearly watching you and it sort of stands up behind us yeah so it it, front. like not in front yeah right right you were looking forward didn't see anything looking to the side you noticed it back there um and uh it like stands up and it just sort of turns around and it starts moving. Oh my goodness, fast. So fast, faster than a horse gallops. Um, and it doesn't even look like it's running. It's just walking that quickly around, across the ground. Just and then it's it's off toward the buildings. Okay. Are you going to say anything to stop me from landing the ship on the... I mean, it's going the opposite direction of the ship. but It's definitely not going where we are going, so that's fine. Okay. I'll just... I'll, I'll just cherish that image of that creature so I will keep an eye out for it um, technically you think that this would count as a creature hiding magically we'll find out who knows we'll find out um, who knows uh, okay I'll, I'll try and keep that image in my memory. Like, uh, okay, this, so King doesn't say anything. The does ship, it also have this the, these giant... Like, it's very far away, but yeah. Yeah, two very large eyes in the front. Yeah. Wonderful. And when Love it shifted it. color, um, the chelicerae, which is definitely not a word that King knows, but they were they were luminous and reflective. The teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but eventually the ship stops above the building and, and Javian pulls it to a stop there. 
Um, once you get closer, the, the uh, building has an extremely minimalist architecture, but it's extremely sleek and beautifully done. Do we want to land on top? Or do we want to land in front of the entrance and just walk in? If there even is one, I didn't, I didn't check. Oh, there are definitely windows. Um, I was going to, um, here while we're stalled above the roof, haven't gotten off yet. Um, it's like King said we may park in front instead. Um, at the towers, at the base, is there like any doors? Um, no. I think there's nothing speaking against taking it to ground floor and checking for an entrance. Oh, and by the way, while we're doing this, I would, uh, suggest... Uh, I would just casually uh, drop the information and be like, oh, by the way, I saw one of the spiders. They're quite impressive. Eight feet, something yeah. in that dimension. Um, and they can actually change color pretty well. They so can, can we um, see any others? Make them make themselves look like the surrounding, surrounding area. Really hard to spot them if they're not moving. Awesome. So we're just going to land right next to them. Yeah, probably. It's fine. Okay. Just blast them away. Uh, everyone be on high alert. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I'll yes. take the ship over and park it by the front door. Okay, you, you... It's a really slow turnaround. Eventually you get the ship glided around the right direction and you lower it down toward the ground and you stop it about, you know, four feet off the ground. You're getting better at parking this thing. And so now it stops maybe like in full height, like 15 feet up, so you guys throw down the rope ladder. Everybody can begin descending. And uh, unless anyone does otherwise, yes? Before I leave, I want to go to Oda. Um, okay. And as Oda starts uh, pouring me a drink um, into my... into Quickly, well, I... So, to be specific, you go below deck and you see... Oh! Yes, rainwater. Because you guys left the flying ship up during the storm... The bottom of the hull has about four inches of rainwater in it, and Oda's just taking the pitcher and just dunking it in the rainwater, and then walks over and goes, You have water, King. Ah, uh, I see. Oda. And Barry just sort of Drop. leans by Oda and goes, I may have peed in that. Thank you, Oda. You <laughs> have successfully completed your task. Uh, I would love for you to hold on to that pitcher. Holding. And do you have storage or something where you can put it? My hands. Cool. Be sure to completely rinse and disinfect the whole thing. Um, I want you... I do not understand the second word. Me neither. That's good. <laughs> I probably would have turns that. and just pours the water out on the ground. It is when... clean. You sure about that? No. See. That's a trick. So, forget about the whole water thing. I want you to go inside a corner and deactivate and not move until I come back. And, I don't know. Oda puts the pitcher down, walks to the front of the railing, sits down with its face facing the Downstairs, corner of the railing, gets in a square, yep, and just sits in a square like that. Okay, don't move. Yeah. That might be giant spiders who 
think you're alive and they want to eat you, so please don't. From across the room. Okay. Wonderful. Don't move. Barry, get your ass upstairs. And Barry's like halfway up the stairs going, yeah, duh. (laughs) He just keeps walking up. And uh, eventually you guys all meet up deck. And uh, uh, as you guys are going down the ladder, Barry kind of looks up and he goes, I didn't know you were going to try to drink it. I wouldn't impede it. My bad. And he keeps going down the ladder. And eventually everybody descends off the side of the ship unless anyone does otherwise. And you guys are facing um, uh, the building before you. Um, uh, that's the sound of Maya sprinting across the house. Sorry. Um, uh, Javian above the massive open, like archway entering this building, um, is text in the typical tongue, which reads, um, uh, death fault. Oh, that's without, without saying anything, he just looks up, he says, Oh, that's ominous. <laughs> Without translating for you. Do you guys pass inside? Uh, what? What's the sign? It says Death Vault. Nice. We would just kind of nods her head and goes. That adds up. Guys, this is gonna be so great. Is <sighs> it an open entrance, or can we close like a door behind us? Uh, there is no door. It's just an, a huge open arch. Oh, so we can't stop a spider from getting in behind us? Cool, cool, cool. It's fine. I'll keep an eye out. I know what they look like. It's fine. What are you guys doing? Um, uh, I'm sending a short prayer to the spider that um, the storm's not going to blow away the house and that tree is not going to fall on the house. Gotcha. And then, and then I'll, I'll take the rear. I'll uh, our party from behind. Javian wants to be near the front, though maybe like we were someone who could see, who like would notice a spider better okay. front. Wee Woo matches up with you at the front. Uh, Barry meets similar position as King. He's familiar with the Smash Bros strategy at this point. Um, Janice, where are you and Ewag? Middle gang. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you guys kind of pair up and then start walking up. Um, Code name: The Yolk. okay and um there's they're 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 shallow but very long steps that you guys walk up so much so that you need to walk four or five steps on each step to move up to the next one again you get the feeling that like accommodating smaller and larger races Um, we're looking around the whole time so should we do any check perception check okay all of us because all of us should be Uh, how about you volunteer we you have the passive perception 19 radar but yes roll your perception check janice no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, maybe we woo because we just said... Totally. I'll tell you what. Jamie how about the two present players roll me, deception, uh, roll me perception checks? Yeah. Yay, 19 on the dice. I can't win. Uh, do you want to try to roll higher, Janice, or are you satisfied? You can. Uh, well, I thought King was going to do it then. No. Plus no. two if it's Jamie. He has a perf- perception of 19. If you, if you ask for it, uh, Kara, just go for it. Plus for Jamie. Okay, uh, I got an 18 on the dice. You guys are the worst. <laughs> okay. Um, well, just for fun. See? Whatever. Um, I don't even know if there are any to see, but I rolled a five, because of course I do. Um, so, uh, 
you guys head in the massive archway going forward. And once you get inside, um, you don't see any lights. Um, uh, but the really large windows at every so often distance, once you guys get inside, the space is far more imposing than you expected because it's not a building with five stories. It's a five story building. Floor to ceiling, it's just 50 feet tall. And there's only one floor everywhere you go. And once you walk in, there are long hallways to either direction. And then they both, they both end in angles going inward. And it kind of traces the square of the building. And you start understanding that this building is like concentric squares, probably. Um, but it doesn't look like there's any doors. It doesn't look like there's any maze. Like it's just, it looks like it's just a couple concentric squares inside of each other. And this first area has nothing but banners hanging. Um, the majority of which are, uh, are torn and have fallen down, which is interesting. Because you remember how in Kilgans everything looked so weirdly perfectly preserved. But here, um, it's not the case. The banners are largely decayed and fallen apart on the floor. Um, and there are etchings of the maker's symbols in the walls, along with a couple others that you don't recognize. Um, and uh, uh, light is streaming in from those high windows and striking the wall on the other side, which is reflecting back and bathing this long hallway in light. Uh, do I remember this from the dream? No. But the dream kind of smeared you through the building. It wasn't a detailed layout. Okay. Uh, to the center. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, to you guys keep pressing inward? Mm hmm. Okay. The next layer in, um, uh, you guys pass forward, and immediately upon passing the threshold of the next, like, archway, um, you see on this side, and you're understanding that every layer is a square, so, you know, like, there's always like, you know, a half on each side of the wall and then another side that you can't see. Um, but on this side alone, yeah? Um, so are the squares, are the walls for every square going up the 50 feet? or All the way to the top of the ceiling. Every single level goes up 50 feet. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like concentric cubes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Concentric squares. Um, excellent question. Um, uh, immediately when you pass by the next archway, you're kind of understanding why there's no doors here. Um, there's maybe like four arch security golems on just the side that you're on. Um, and none of them appear to be active. Um, because you walk by and then, um, you just kind of all freeze and they don't light up. So they appear to have gone rampant with time and not maintained their enchantment. Um, <clears throat> and along the walls of this room... This, this second square. Um, there are two notable things all over the place. There are large crystals um, that you all recognize from the rest of the city as being the ones that you can cast light on. Like being like a mage's on switch in the room. So Ueg immediately just starts um, touching them and casting light. Um, and then lining the walls all the way around this... Well, you can see it all the way to the right and all the way to the left. And then down either side before they disappear behind the next layer. So probably all around the same square are, um, you don't recognize the make of everything, but it appears to be weapons. Um, uh, some look like they could be wielded by a, by a normal sized humanoid. Others are massive. Um, and they appear to be just weapons. Um, tens and tens. Each one is maybe about like 20 or 30 feet apart, hung very decorationally, but within reach. 
Um, just all the way around. But no books. No books. <laughs> Not everybody has books. <laughs> Do you all um, take a look at any of this? Yeah, sure. One for the weapon boys and girls out there. Okay. Bear with me. Um, do you guys look for anything in particular? Not in the market for a weapon. Spiders. Uh, okay. I'm going to be um, looking around for the one that looked like the gun that I had. And or. Okay. I don't know. So Janice, you trail around the area yeah. looking for that. King? I, would, I mean, you know, mostly looking out for spiders. But if uh, something javelin typey comes around, which looks like it's a... It's a throwing weapon, like a ranged weapon that looks like more, like more sophisticated than those like yeah. old javelins I brought with me from Crosscar. Then, um, understood, understood. Uh, so first of all, um, uh, on the way through, so it looks like they go in an order. So the weapons increase in size. On one side, directly to your right. Um, uh, it starts with a pair of knuckles, of brass knuckles, hanging on a wall. Um, and then from there, it goes to a quiver that looks like it's full of arrows, and then from there to an axe. On the other side of you, to the wall to, your, to the other side, on the far side, you can see weapons that look like they're only big enough for giants to wield. And there are a couple things that you don't recognize. Um, hanging on one wall are a series of bracelets, um, but they're big enough that, like, Barry could stand inside of them. And you guys figure they're probably bracelets for dragons. These are probably magic items that dragons could wear. Um, oh. Hanging on one wall is an immensely large saddle. Um, another wall has uh, a ring that looks like it's like 10, or excuse me, a necklace that looks like it's like 12 feet in diameter. Um, so maybe a necklace to an adult dragon or a choker to an ancient dragon. Um, and so there are magic items for dragons hanging on walls on one side. Okay, Javen definitely takes extreme interest in the dragon section. <laughs> okay. So, King, we'll start with the stuff that you find. Um, and you said that... Ladies, gents, or dragon. Got you. Um, uh, Kara, you said that, that you egg took identify today? Uh, Yes. Okay, so what I'll say is you guys can just, I'll describe a bunch of items and you guys can pick the ones you're most interested in because I know that he, he probably only has four castings of that, right? He does. So, Well, technically can he can cast up if he wanted to, but... Okay, so, yeah, all right. Um, mm. So, um, I'm just going to go down one side. Um, starting with the smaller things, um, there is, uh, there are a pair of brass knuckles. Does anyone have, you uh, egg identify those? No, but Barry should probably take them. Uh, they look a bit small. They look like okay. they fit a much smaller humanoid. And he tries putting his hand in them, and they don't do the expanding size thing. Okay. Then we'll um, put them back. Uh, there's a quiver of arrows, um, and the arrows all look like they're made out of glass. Oh, hell yeah, grab those. We know those are good. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have UEG cast identify on them? We'll just speed up the roleplay if you do. Uh, let's wait. Let's just see what all we have. Those can wait. Okay, so I need someone to put in their inventory um, quiver of fancy arrows or glass arrows or shiny arrows or whatever you gotta write, but somebody needs to record them. Are you doing that, um, Andrea? 
Since you uh, grabbed them. Is, is, is Weewoo the, the gets thrilled. She looks at him. She talks about him. Yeah. I mean, we can give it to her. She's the only one who shoots arrows. Just make sure whoever's recording it yeah. is I'm someone gonna who's going to check again in the future. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to put it in her inventory. I, I'm so writing it down, but he's the one doing that. Quiver fancy so arrows. Okay. Um, I know we are I can't believe limited stuff, but I would very much like for Ueg to cast Identify on one of the rings I found yesterday. Okay. Um, which one do you have him identify? The bronze and silver ring with an eye. Okay. Um, let me switch gears and open that real quick. I'm marking it off. Also, can we... No, we already identified it. Just kidding. Hmm? Nothing. Sure thing. <laughs> Alright, I closed that document. Give me one second. Is it only on my screen that Kara is really low res? No, yeah, she's, she's fine super low res. Oh, she's oh. fine for me. Really? Kara's coming through super blurry. Um, Ueg describes, or tells you that you have a ring of truth telling. That's strange. Um, when I click on her, it's all good. When I go in the, in the super... The bronze sorry. ring with silver lacing and an eye sculpted into its central head allows the wearer, upon attunement, Advantage on insight checks to see if someone is lying. Cool. Okay. Other okay. items? Um, in the human-wielding size category, um, uh, there is um, a set of thin, um, bright chainmail that looks like it could, like, like, just enough for waist to shoulders. It's very light. Um, and hard, uh, that is on a wall. Um, there is uh, a very fine rapier. Um, let me go down and make sure that I have it correct. Um, an elegant, gorgeous steel blade um, with uh, finely hilted with silver and gold gilding. Um, there I think is. Javian, I want that. Um, I actually don't have. Um, rapier is a war weapon. I don't actually have advantage on using it. Oh, okay. I still want to take it and just gotcha. put back the regular rapier I've been carrying around. Oh, you take it? Yep. Okay. Um, I need you to put, unless you identify, I need you to put fancy nope. rapier. I need you to mark that somehow. Okay. Um, then, uh, so you took that one. Um, you guys pass by. Um, there's a full set of armor, full plate, head to tail. Um, it is it's a tail. Well, head to foot, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is, um, <laughs> it is the most. Um, it looks gaulish. It is dark black metal covered in s huge spikes and ridges, um, uh, and uh, it's just violent looking. Oh my god, I love it so much. <laughs> is what that type of armor was that? Full plate. Is that yeah. thing? Is it? Is it magical? Does it does it also have this sun shining thing on it? Like the uh, one there is no sun right sculpted onto it. Ueg walks by and holds up his necklace, and it definitely appears as magical. Oh my god! <sighs> Guys, do you want us to identify it? I mean, it's quicker than putting it on and we'll identify with it. it. Okay, Ueg identifies, and we'll just draw through it. Um, 
it is um demon armor. Oh uh, my god! And <laughs> this is about what it looks like. Yes. Okay. Um. So while wearing this armor, you gain a, a plus one bonus to AC, and you can understand and speak Abyssal. Uh, in addition, the armor's clawed gauntlets turn unarmed strikes with your hands into magic weapons that deal slashing damage with a plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls and a damage dice of 1d8. Yueg <laughs> also learns that the item is cursed. Um, that when you don this armor, you can't doff it unless you are targeted by the remove curse spell or similar magic. Um, while wearing this armor, you have disadvantage on attack rolls against demons on unsaving throws against their spells and special abilities. Well, you kind of are against demons. Yes, of course. That sounds very bad. I, if we encounter a demon, I want to slay it and don't be, you know, vulnerable against it. Demons you guys keep looking? Yes. Oh, gosh, dang it. Um, it looks so good. Um, uh, Ueg passes by a massive a huge, dark-bladed, um, heavy axe that looks like it's maybe like four or five feet across at the head with a dark black metal handle. Um, uh, let's see. Um, in the human size rank... Um, sorry, one second. There's a lot of items to go through. King, uh, King uh, has to lean himself against the wall. It's just like stepping into, I don't know, into any... In any <laughs> yeah, in any kids' toys. Uh, Target. Yeah, whatever Toys R Us or something. No target like for ad- Target for adults. Yeah. That is painful. Exactly, an adult shop and being like, oh my god, all those. Toys. Um, you guys pa- pass by on a pedestal. No. Um, a heavy, dense helm of pure dark gray stone. The crown of the helm is ringed with dwarven runes and is otherwise quite simple. Um, Say that one again, I'm sorry. I was you guys <laughs> pass by a heavy, dense helm of pure dark gray stone. The crown of the helm is ringed with dwarven rooms and is otherwise quite simple. That's pretty uh, sick. What's this? Um, it's armor. You guys, you guys identify? No. No, they don't, but... We should wait. Okay. Um, you guys pass by... Let me see if there's anything else in the human-sized section. Any magical uh, studded leather armor, by chance? Uh, you don't see any of that. There rings. is, there is one more. Um, well, maybe two. Give me just a second here. Um, there is uh, a metal helmet made out of bronze. A one-foot-high crest of piercing bronze stands upward from the harsh, upward-curving blades that make up the brow of, of this helm. Um, the nose guard separates the open slats of the helmet's face, with either side framed by bronze edging set upon black iron um, of the helm's essential make. That's one of the objects that you guys pass by. I want to take it all. This is stuff that I could, you know, like, armor up my personal we elite can- guard with. We can also come back by and take it to sell it. Could I? Could I have left the uh, all this like all the heavy stuff, like the um, all the 
behear fangs and the claws and the beholder sure. teeth. Yes. I would yes. not carry them around yes. with me at all yes. times. Do you try to take the helm? I okay. would love to take about hats, helms. What armor proficiencies do you need to wear those? Because I you can only wear be, light armor. You need to be proficient with the kind of armor that they're going to go with. So this would require someone who's proficient with okay. with with full plate, with okay. heavy armor. Okay, I couldn't just put that on with my light armor. Got it. Um, there there are kinds of helms that I'm going to say that you can, but not uh-huh. this one. This one's very okay. much it's a heavy piece of metal. Oh, I want to. Take it from the wall. It's it's the black iron one with uh with black iron and bronze. bronze. bronze giant stabbing top. crest upward. Oh my god, look at this. A unicorn horn. <laughs> Inspiration. Uh, <laughs> Inspiration. A unicorn. Do you take it? Um King King rolls for whatever check that is, and he has never heard of it creature like that but it has it basically has horn in its name so he's just like okay um i want what do we have do we have time to look at what this thing really is because i i don't want to put it on in case it's cursed you like identify it? armor I can, we, I can just put it in my back i you know there's we not wait with all those one. beholder teeth in there anymore i got space oh. now okay we can identify it later I feel it's very important. This ring, as you had said, lets us know if so better if someone's telling the truth. That would be very important for this conversation with the man in the box. Yes. Who here on. is insightful? J- Javian, put it on. I mean, yeah, I... I'll, I'll need I'll need to take something off. I'll. Uh, oh, Uick has oh, a five. Okay. I have on a insight? four. Yeah, plus five. Does have he have an open attunement slot? Yes. Gue, can you wear this ring to tell if this guy's lying to us? Oh, thank you, Javian. That's thoughtful. He slides it onto a finger. Uh, I'm going to stare at this for a while now. He stares at it for a while. Okay. Um, Gue understands. Gue um, is now attuned to the Ring of Truth's belly. Cool. Do you take the helm, uh, King? Fancy helm of... Black. I'm already yes. writing it down. Black, iron, and bronze. But he's not putting it on, so... Gotcha. He's not putting it on. Um, and there's one more item, uh, which yes. Barry walks straight up to, because it's got Runic Giant written on it. I also okay. want to take um, the axe. Not gonna lie. Do you take the big axe? <laughs> yes, I want to take the big axe. Okay. Um, put put really freaking big axe in your inventory. Really freaking big axe. Uh, I can't stress enough how, like, the head of this axe is about this big. That's a really freaking big axe. Um, okay. Um, like 10 pounds? There's... Is it like 10 pounds or 15 pounds? Or... Uh, like 40. 40 pounds of axe. Okay. It's huge. The head of the axe is about this big. That's cool. A, a set of plate armor is 65. Just so you guys know. <laughs> it's, again, <laughs> a big axe. It's a, um, it's a BFA. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, uh, Barry stops. It's the it's one of the only items that he's stopped in front of, because he's got his maul, and he's pretty set. But he stops in front of um, something that has giant written on it, and he goes, uh, I can read this. And it's a belt. Um, 
a dark black leather belt with a big face on the front of it. Um, a big uh, face carved into black iron with uh, gold slats down making a beard and two rubies inlaid for eyes and two big straps that go over the shoulders and lock in the back. And Barry goes, um, uh, this is, this is giantish. Can I take this? Y- yeah. What does, what does it say? What does it say? He like sort of pulls it down off the wall and he goes, that's oh, heavy. Uh, can you identify this or? Yeah. What does it okay. say? Uh, and he looks down at it and he says, uh, strength by fire, death by flame. Yo! I'm yeah. intrigued now. He's gonna uh, and Ued walks up and, uh, he waves his hand over it and potter and ponders and mutters. Um, yes, Mo. Um, again, like I said, this is, this is the loot dump of the world. Um, give me a second here. I thought I knew what it was, but now I don't think it's what I thought it was. Maybe it uh, is. Um, and, uh, Ueg looks at it for a while, and his eyes get really big. And he looks up at you all, and his beaked mouth kind of falls open a little bit, and he goes, uh, 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 this is a belt of fire giant strength. Yes! Um, Barry would be re- really strong. Okay. Yeah, you okay. should take that. Is there any curse yeah. or anything? Uh, no. Perfect. And Barry sort of, uh, we're going to have to clip this part of the audio for Callie or explaining to her, but Barry just kind of looks at it and focuses on it for a while. And he goes, this is pretty cool. And he unclips the two massive metal clips in the back and slings it over his shoulders. And he wraps the belt around his waist. And he kind of, he has to struggle because his lats are gigantic and his arms can barely reach back there to his waist. But he clips everything in in the back. Sort of focuses on it and he goes, I kind of don't feel it. And then like all of a sudden he like, like all of his muscles flex out huge and he just. And like Barry is, Barry looks like, like a bodybuilder and not your friend who bodybuilds, but the guy who won the competition. That's what Barry looks like, except proportioned to the size of an NFL lineman, but not, I mean, Barry takes it up a notch. You know, those drawings of characters where you're like, that's too far. No person's really that muscular. Like, think of the most dramatic Grog Strong job drawing you've ever seen. Um, and uh, Barry almost looks slightly shorter because each of his muscles, his delts, which are already like this big, push out a little bigger and all the muscles in his body get a bit more sinuous and tight. And Barry just sort of... Well, that's a rush! And... Um, See the text yeah. file? And, Barry um... has a strength of 25. Ah, yes! Oh my god. I hate this that photo so you uploaded so much, Mo. Yeah, but, it makes you, you know, so uncomfortable. It's at the point of where you look at the body and just like, that's, that's not how a body should look like. It's not quite that disproportionate, but it is very much that buff. Yeah, it's uh, very, yeah. I just texted Callie and she said, what? Oh my god, he's so hot, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, um, Barry, uh, Barry has a strength of 25. Um, That's illegal. Holy fucking 
<laughs> Shit. So that means that Barry has a um, seven, a plus seven. That's insane. It's yeah, six, seven. Crazy. So he has a plus eleven on his strength saving throws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry off him out now. Barry yeah. just became impossibly strong. Just um, imagine and, that you tucking you in at night, you know? Tucks me in every night. And Barry just sits there kind of going, <sighs> and his eyes are big and all the veins are popped out in his neck and he goes, that was a lot. That was a lot. Hi, buddy. Are you okay? Shaggy, like, two steps back. <laughs> and he goes, scary. you know what? Sorry, guys, I'm good. <sighs> and he just turns around and he's, <clears throat> and, like, the stone wall cracks in a little bit and he goes, sorry, I just had to let that out. I'm good. I'm good. King takes ten st- uh, f- steps forward. Just goes up to him. And it's like, holy shit, dude! <laughs> and uh, lift me up. Lift and, me up. Come on. Uh, oh, uh, King. Um, he reaches forward and he puts one hand on the back of your neck and grabs it and picks you up with an arm and just kind of. <laughs> and he just sort of. Oh my goodness. He sets you back down on the ground. Yeah. Berries. I, I go in. I go in for the Dylan Predator, uh, like arm thingy, yeah. but just <laughs> King's Dylan in that, and and Berries just Arnold, and yeah, just like yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and I would like someone to. Roll an inside check for Barry. Uh, yeah, I can for roll him? for him. Okay. I got I got a sheet. I can roll for him. That'd be great. Um. Oh. Is this what oh. Roid Rage is? <laughs> mm. uh, I just rage. rolled all of my dice just for funsy onesies, and I got a twelve on my D twelve, and then I also got divine intervention. <laughs> Again, you're a bad person. What did you do wrong? <laughs> to balance that out. I rolled an uh, inside check for Barry, and it's an eight. Okay. <laughs> All right. Gotcha. Pretty solid for him. It's yeah. like mediocre. Okay. No, no problem. <laughs> um, he said, "And." Uh, you guys continue around the room. Um, and uh, those are all of the humanoid-sized things. Um, I'm not gonna waste your time on too much, but I just want to read some stuff for you, especially if it ever becomes relevant in the future again. Um, so, in terms of uh, giant-sized things, um, you guys pass by... Um, uh, you pass by um, two axes. Uh, or, excuse me, there's a, there's a, a tremendous axe, which is a thing I've made up. It's a class above great axe. And it's an axe that a giant would wield. It's about 10 feet long and about 6 foot wide at the head um, with a dark, rough iron handle. And there are um, two gleaming, perfectly semi-symmetrical, semicircular blades of pure silver at its head. Um, and every surface on the axe reflects a dim red sheen as it moves and reflects light. Um, there's a split down the middle, and it looks like you could take the two apart. Um, you guys pass by... Um, uh oh no, wrong section. Um 
There is gar gold breastplate that looks like it could be worn by a giant. Um, there is um, uh, there's a spear that's about 12 feet long and looks like it's made out of pure silver or something. Um, gleaming and hanging on a wall. Um, you guys pass by two gauntlets that look like they're the size wearable for dragons that are covered in gemstones. You pass by something that looks like it's like a battle helm for a dragon um, that's covered in huge golden spikes. Okay, you walk up and touch it. It's metal. Um, and uh, do you have... There's a giant saddle. Um, there's a a pure onyx clasp the size for a dragon's. How big um, is the saddle the size like to ride a dragon? Do you guys want a egg to identify any of these things? No, I just gotta like normal inspect the dragon saddle. I'm like, what Maybe one that day. Maybe one day we'll do it. A beautifully stitched massive saddle of pure deep hickory leather. The saddle has a main riding section, gently but ruggedly upholstered. A small two and a half foot lip of leather bound oak acts as the saddle's railing, and the entire saddle is about six feet across and ten feet long. Two large leather straps hang from either side of the great buckle that may bind them below, large enough to be worn by a dragon of signs ranging from adult to ancient. Um, the saddle is large enough to comfortably hold five medium sized creatures in their gear, capable of holding a max of seven. So, um,. Appa's saddle from Avatar. That's what I was thinking. Any, nice. uh, any smaller saddles? No. Dang. Um, so, more crazy objects. Um, and you guys put together why this place is called the Death Vault. It holds the instruments of war for, um, for the old ones. Cool. You can guys we, keep walking, because I know we're pushing time. Can we pick up there next week? Yes. Yeah, is sure. that possible? Yeah. I would love to pick the rest of that up. What comes next, uh, fresh and not hungry. Yeah, um, so we, we end with you guys looking at another impossibly insane um, treasure game. Uh, uh, I'm, really, I'm really cutting my work out for myself. Yeah, you are. Um, and uh, we'll stop with you guys before you've moved into the central chamber.